Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Epilogue Choice Jacob Black Jacob Do you think this is going to take too much longer? Leah demanded, impatient, whiny. My teeth clenched together. Like anyone in the pack, Leah knew everything. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Argy. And this is the epilogue of Eclipse from Twilight in Quarantine. We finished another book. I can't believe we've been doing this for so long. We've been doing this for a year. No, no, no. Just Eclipse. <laughs> <We've> been... <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we got through the first book pretty quick because we did it three times a week. Yeah. Okay. Like the world has changed. Yeah. There was a different president. There's a vaccine now. Yeah. Vanessa, how do you feel now that we have definitive proof that these books were not written by Bella? <laughs> So you're saying that because this chapter is written by Jacob. Yes. But I have a theory that these books are still written by Bella. Okay. I think Jacob recorded this into a tape recorder and gave it to Bella, and Bella typed it up to include in her book to show another point of view because she loves Jacob so much. So he's howling, and she's translating. No, he's howling, then he translates it, and then she transcribes the translation that he does. Wow. Okay, let's tell everybody what happens in Jacob's chapter. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, on your mark, get set, go. Jacob is at the cliffside. He just wants to be alone. He's watching the waves. It's the edge of the earth, the sea, and the sky. Um, Leah comes over, tries to comfort him. He's really not having it. He says a bunch of really mean things. He has to go back to his house. There, Billy talks a lot. There is a wedding invitation, um, and he reads it, and he thinks it's really ugly, and Bella would hate it. And on the back, there's a note from Edward saying, I would want to know if I were you. And then he takes off all of his clothes, and he runs into the wood, and he's going to run forever and he's a werewolf now. Okay, everyone at home, Ariana says I still have to recap even though Julia did it, like, all. But okay, count me in, Julia. I will just say what you said. Great. Three, two, one, go. 
So Jacob is being a whiny brat and he's complaining about Leah and he's projecting all of this shit on Leah when it's like clearly his stuff. And then he goes home and Billy is like, I feel awkward about this, but there's an invitation and it looks like a wedding invitation. And there's a note from Edward being like, hey, dude, if it was me, I would want the chance to come to the wedding. Bella thinks this is a bad idea. I'm disrespecting her wishes. It's only her wedding. And then Jacob goes and turns into a werewolf and he runs and he runs and he runs. We did not miss anything. We really didn't. That's everything that happens. Okay, breaking news. Do-do-do. We were right all along. Jacob is horrible. He's horrible. He is, like, mad at Edward for loving Bella. And then, like, the worst is how he talks about Leah. He calls her whiny. He calls her shrill. It's just horrible. Yeah, a bitter harpy. A bitter harpy. Oh, my God. So you and I always suspected that Jacob was horrible ever since he turned into a werewolf after the late great movie incident of book two, the last moment that Jacob might have been sort of an okay human. And now we know for sure he's a horrible person. Yeah. Oh, he also says that she's ugly. He's like, I used to think that she was pretty, maybe even beautiful. Now she's ugly and no one even thinks she's pretty except for Sam, who's guilty about dumping her. It's like, God, so mean. So mean. And like, I've never heard him talk about how the other werewolves look. I've never heard him be like, Seth is pretty good looking for a dude. Embry thinks he's hotter than he really is. He has, you know, big ears. Like, why is he talking about Leah? Yeah, I have no concept of what any of the other ones look like, except for Leah, who's ugly. Yeah, (laughs) the description we get about her is she used to be hot and now she's not. Super helpful. Thank you, Jacob. We also get like a little conversation from Billy about like, no wonder Jacob is like this, about how girls are really hard to raise and like that Leah is such a pain in the ass for her mom and that Jacob's older sisters were also really hard to manage. And I was like... Why is everyone so mean? <laughs> yeah, I. the funniest part about all of this to me is like, can't you visualize like Billy, Jacob, Charlie, and like all of them sitting around and like bitching and moaning about how hard women are? And like, again, completely projecting that like the women are whiny, being like, oh my God, they're so hard as the women actually do productive shit. Yeah, the whole like, male sadness conference, I think is literally how Facebook got started. Like that's the plot of the social network. And then it ruined the world. The documentary film. (laughs) Documentary film of social network. (laughs) And now Facebook is taking over and we have no rights. Okay. So this is what we get from bad actors like Jacob. (laughs) Um, You talking about Facebook brings into my moment of genuine enjoyment which I have two, but one of them is from the acknowledgments in which Stephanie Meyer shouts out MySpace. I just hadn't thought about MySpace in a really long time. It was refreshing. And then the other thing I love is that Jacob actually talks about stripping. I feel like we've always been like, does he tear out of his clothes like the Hulk? I'm like very confused. And at the end, he's like, I shed my clothes in order to become a werewolf. And I was like, cool, strip show. I mean, it's nice that we know he 
can keep his clothes afterwards whenever he returns. It just, I feel bad for Billy. He has to like roll through the backyard and like pick up all of like Jacob's clothes constantly, like fold them and do his laundry. Like it's not very responsible. At least he tries to keep his clothes in good condition, right? We were really concerned about like using fast fashion and like constantly ripping through a bunch of stuff that was made by slaves. And so it's like really good that he's at least trying to not do that. Mm-hmm. Did you have any moments of genuine enjoyment? I really like how at the end, when Jacob is running off to be a werewolf forever, Quill and Embry try to join him. And Sam's just like, no, let him go. I don't want him here. He doesn't want to be here. <laughs> let him free. I thought that was really mature. <laughs> I don't think that Sam said, I don't want him here. I might have put my own flair on that line. <laughs> I'll admit. But I was in agreement. Let Jacob go. Send him to Canada. They can deal with him. They have better health care and a better way of life. They can deal with Jacob. Yeah. We have enough on our plate. I have to deal with Edward. So I had some questions and concerns. This chapter is super problematic. And here's the thing. I know that what you and I are now doing is thought censoring because these are Jacob's thoughts, right? Like these aren't things that he necessarily says. But I don't care. These are horrible thoughts that he's having. And he recorded them into a tape recorder and then translated them and had Bella type them up. So yeah, one of those thoughts had an ableist slur that I literally haven't seen for years. When I encountered it in the text, I thought it was a typo. (laughs) And then I asked you if it was in your book too, because I really couldn't believe that it was like published in print. Um, I was reading it on an ebook. So I was like, maybe this was like an old copy and it got edited out because like you're really not supposed to speak about people that way. But it was in there and I was honestly shocked. Yeah. What about when Jacob says to Leah, jump off a cliff? Leah, whose mind he can read. Leah, who he knows is depressed and is like constantly in pain and in so much pain that she wants other people to share in her pain. And it like constantly has to be in close connection and follow the orders of the man who betrayed her. Jacob says, jump off a cliff. Charming as ever, Jacob. No one is surprised. Any last questions and concerns? Yeah. Did you get homophobic vibes in this chapter? Oh, yeah. Gender essentialism, homophobia. It was all in here. Yeah. So Leah is like, this is really hard to hear your distress about Bella. I had a dream about kissing her last night and I don't even like Bella. And he's like, I'm sorry that you're experiencing gender confusion. That must be really hard for you. Sometimes I have to think about Sam romantically, and that's disgusting. I was like, oh, I don't know. I just, it didn't feel good. I didn't like it. Well, first of all, it wouldn't be gender confusion, Jacob, right? Like, it would be sexual attraction confusion. But Julia, I have a follow-up question about the Sam thing. Would that be because of the sexual orientation confusion? Or would that be the way that Jacob is trying to tell us that Sam is ugly? (laughs) Maybe we're finally getting a description of Sam. Yeah, maybe Leah thinks Bella's ugly. Yeah. Maybe we've been lied to. All these dumb boys are really into her, but Leah's like, she's, she's not, not even pretty. <laughs> it's, it's bleak over here in Jacob's mind. Proud of you, Bella, for not choosing him. That's all I got. So, Julia, it's now time for Mentor Corner. And I've decided, like, Jacob is about to go be a wolf. That's how the chapter ends. He's like, me wolf forever. So I'm going to give advice to Jacob in wolf form. Great. Please share. Okay. So my first piece of advice is Jacob. If you see a little girl in a red coat, stay away. 
She might look very tempting to eat, but someone is going to come later and gut you. It's a trap. Mm -hmm. So don't eat Little Red Riding Hood. And don't eat the grandma either. That's the first taste he would get. Yeah, Jacob, just don't eat humans because then you're a vampire and you hate vampires. But like, I really think that there's going to be a little girl in a red coat. Avoid her. Julia, what advice do you have for Jacob? I found him so hypocritical in this chapter. And my advice is to stop being a hypocrite. Because we hear for this whole chapter about how he has to constantly fight this red haze that covers his eyes and the quote-unquote hot taste at the back of his mouth, this like latent desire to be a werewolf constantly and whenever he gets agitated. And then he calls Bella turning into a vampire, her turning into a monster. It's like, what is the difference? Like, she's also going to have to get used to like different non-human cravings and like experience a constant sense of like, being able to shift into this, like, other persona. So, like, that's you, and you're a hypocrite. So stop. You just made me sort of feel bad for him. Is his, like, fear for Bella based on some, like, self-loathing? If it is, it's really subconscious, because we've not heard (laughs) a hint of that. Okay, so my second piece of advice for werewolf Jacob is that he's never spent this much time as a werewolf before. And so I'm concerned that there are going to be moments where he's going to have to pretend to be a domesticated dog, like if someone sees him. And so I just want to tell him, I'm going to give him a tip, which is when you want a tummy rub, don't roll over all the way on your back. It's really hard to get off of the flat of your back. This is from years of having dogs and watching them. You want to stay a little bit on your side in case something happens that you want to get up fast. So, like, enjoy the belly rub, but stay in a position that you can hop out quick. That's my advice. Wow. This line of inquiry really makes me think that we should send Jacob, like, a dog tag that says Clifford. Because we know he's kind of red-colored and he's giant. And so, if he were to be, like, found in Canada, it would just be like, oh, it's Clifford. Emily Emily Elizabeth must really be missing her dog. <laughs> okay, Julia, what is the last piece of advice you want to give in Eclipse? Bella and Leah should start a support group for people who Jacob has been mean to. I think Emily and Alice are also invited. He's been so mean this whole book. And Edward and Billy. Yeah. Is he only nice to Charlie? I mean, because Charlie goes so hard for him. He's like, yeah. remember when you assaulted my daughter? Like, remember when my daughter, like, broke up with you? Like, Bella, you're trash. Like, no wonder Jacob likes him. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so we decided for our last reality TV corner that we're going to do matchmaking. So we are going to tell five characters, Leah, Jacob, Charlie, Mrs. Clearwater, and Billy, who we think they should end up with from the real world. The remaining hot singles of the Twilight Saga are getting hitched, and we are in charge. Who do you think Leah should end up with? Okay, I know this is a little meta, but I think Kristen Stewart. Oh, say more. Kristen Stewart is so hot. Yes. She seems grounded. She seems cool. I'm pretty sure she'll probably, like, ride a motorcycle or something. I know we're against that, but I think Leah would kind of be into it. I just feel like there would be a lot of chemistry there. So you just think, like, hot people should be together. Yes. I'm like a Carlisle in that way. (laughs) (laughs) Except neither Leah or Bella are rich. True. True. I'm like a communist Carlisle in that way. (laughs) (laughs) An anti-capitalist Carlisle. Cool. What about you? Who are you going to match with Leah? I think that Leah should be with the Dalai Lama. I think that she needs some like really good loving kindness vibes. And he's just very good at making people feel loved. And I think that that is what Leah needs. Wow. Like, Leah is this, like, profoundly not chosen person, right? Like, she's been rejected by the man she loves. And so I just think she deserves all the love. Mm -hmm. And that is the Dalai Lama. Wow. That's exciting. Really different takes from you and I on this. (laughs) Okay. Jacob, who do you think he should end up with? I think Jacob should end up with Kylie Jenner. I had to Google influencers. I knew it had to be an influencer, but I couldn't think of any off the top of my head. First of all, why does it have to be an influencer? I think he needs someone who won't pay that much attention to him because if they were to pay attention to him, they would break up. So they need someone who's really otherwise occupied. And I am sure Kylie Jenner is really busy. Yeah, she's busy like dancing down the street problematically with Pepsi cans. That's literally the only thing I know about her. That's Kendall. Shit! I don't know (laughs) anything about Kylie Jenner. (laughs) Kylie was the one who has, like, the first self-made, like, 20-year-old billionaire, and everyone's like, what the... She's not self-made. She's a Kardashian. Anyways. Basically, you don't want to sick Jacob on anyone, and so you picked someone who's so busy that she won't even be aware that she's in a relationship with him. Yeah, and I also think since Kylie won't be that, like, involved with Jacob, he'll, like, be able to be like, oh, my God, this is just, like, my first love, me and Bella. Like, someone who really doesn't particularly want to be with me. So I think it kind of adds up. Okay. I went a very different direction. I think that Jacob should end up with Dr. Phil. Because Dr. Phil's, like, whole shtick is that he doesn't take any bullshit And so I think that that would be really good for Jacob in a relationship. Someone who, like, doesn't put up with his shit. He'll be like, Jacob, is that really what you want to do? And, like, do some, like, hard talking. Wow. You are really interested in the spiritual healing of these characters. I think assholes fall into two camps. They like to either be with someone who, like, they can bulldoze. Or they like to be with someone who's really going to call them on their shit. Mm -hmm. Like, they find it sexy. And I think that Jacob would, like, find it hot that Dr. Phil was like, no. He'd be like, thanks, Doc. Well, I like how you already nicknamed Dr. Phil Doc in Jacob's mind. I mean, I've given this a lot of thought. Okay. 
Julia, who do you think Charlie should end up with? This is my best one. Your mind is going to be blown. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> okay. My understanding of Gordon Ramsay is that he's a jerk who cooks. Yes. <laughs> Perfect for Charlie. <laughs> I think it's kind of like what you were saying with Jacob and Dr. Phil, where it's like Gordon Ramsay is going to whip Charlie into shape interpersonally and culinarily. I think he can really change Charlie's life. Okay, so I went again in a totally different direction here. I was like, Charlie is a useless sack of shit. So for whom would that be an asset and not a detriment? Mm -hmm. And so I think he should get partnered with Britney Spears because part of the Free Britney movement is knowing that she is completely sane and in control of her life, but her father— won't let her control her own life. Mm -hmm. I think her father would totally hand Brittany over to a cop. He'd be like, oh, a middle-aged cop? I can trust Brittany with that. And then Brittany could walk all over Charlie, do whatever the fuck she wants, and just live her best life. Wow. What do you think Charlie would get from this relationship? Who cares? Charlie deserves nothing. Got it. He is a literal tool. So let's let him be a productive tool. Yeah. Well, good for Brittany. Free Brittany. Okay, now, Mrs. Clearwater. Okay, this idea spawned from the fact that I was like, who is going to be a really great wife? And I came up with Connie Brin. Oh my God, I love that. I also was on the wife track. I was like, Mrs. Clearwater deserves a good wife. But, okay, wait, say more about Connie Britton. You and I both love Connie. I just could not imagine a better person to be married to. Love you, Connie. Write me. Like Mrs. Coach Connie or just Connie Connie? Any iteration of Connie Britton. I haven't seen her act scary in anything. So like if that's like in her repertoire, not that Connie Britton. But like everything I've seen from her has just been truly delightful. And I would happily marry her. And so thus I'm giving her to Mrs. Clearwater, who seems like she needs a good wife. I love that. Ugh. So I gave her Michael Keaton in the 1980s film Mr. Mom. Because she's about to have this horrible husband with Charlie who does nothing helpful and is just like a bump on a log. And so I think that she needs to have a marriage with like someone who is going to do the vacuuming and going to raise the kids and just like do all the hard work so she can like go off and be her. Yeah, I've never seen that movie and I don't know who Michael Keaton is, but I am in full support of the ideas behind this. So the idea of the movie Mr. Mom is that the wife— gets a job, and so the husband has to stay home and raise the kids. And isn't that funny? But he actually gets really good at it, and he's like a really good stay-at-home parent. Anyway, I just think that Mrs. Clearwater deserves a really good wife, and I think men should take on the traditional role of what we think of as the wife. Okay, our last one is Billy. I think he should end up with Oprah. I know that she likes to garden. I feel like that— is something that Billy could be into. We know Billy likes the outdoors because he's always going fishing with Charlie. And I feel like Oprah just has really good energy. And the only other thing I know about Oprah is she lives in this like giant compound. And I could really picture him there. Oh, yeah. In like Santa Barbara. Yeah. What about you? Who are you putting with Billy? I mean, I think he should end up with Hugh Jackman. Who would be better at understanding raising a werewolf child than the man who played Wolverine? That's a good point. Right? I feel like of all the humans, Hugh would really get it. So true. He could be really open with you. Yeah. 
He would be like, I get it, dude. When I had to pretend to have claws, this is what it felt like. Okay, so go on our Instagram and vote on who you think did the better matching. Should Mrs. Clearwater end up with Connie Britton or Mr. Mom? These are the questions that we want the answers to. Okay, Twilight Diary. My Twilight Diary is about the acknowledgments at the end of this book. One of the groups that Stephanie Meyer thinks is her quote-unquote cold readers. Do you think she means vampires? I think it's definitely vampires. What about you? Yeah, I just think it's like quintessential white lady that she sent it to vampires and not to werewolves. She doesn't say, and thanks to my warm readers. Anyway, that was my only thing in the Twilight Diary. What about you? I wanted to hear your take on something that happened in the chapter that I don't think we really dove into, which is, do you think that Edward should have invited Jacob to the wedding? No. Why not? Because Bella didn't want to. Do you think he should? I don't know. I was kind of mixed on it. I think he should have a conversation with Bella and be like, this is why I would like to invite him. I think that it should be up to him. And if Bella then agrees, fine. But I don't think a bride should be surprised by someone at their wedding who they don't want there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree that they should have a conversation about it. I understood her not wanting to invite him as she didn't want him to feel pressured to come. So maybe this actually is a good way to invite him because he doesn't feel pressured by Bella to come. He only got the invitation from Edward. He feels very comfortable turning Edward down. I don't know. I just like don't think a great way to start a marriage is by going behind each other's backs. Yeah. Yeah. I like understand Edward's instinct. I just think like talk to your fiance. Totally. One thing that I noticed in the chapter is there's a mention of permanent werewolves. Jacob says, I wouldn't be the first one to choose this form over the other. And at that point, do you become a wolf? You drop the wear, right? That's fascinating. I guess you're still a werewolf because you still could change. And he's so big. He's not a wolf. We just like need to reclassify what a wolf is. And it has to include really big ones, like Clifford the Big Red Wolf. Okay, last care package for Eclipse. What are you putting in Bella's care package? I'm going to give her subscriptions to every single streaming service I can think of because she is really going to have to tune out for all of this wedding planning. So it's like Amazon Prime, HBO, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix, like all the works. She needs an escape. What's in your care package for Bella? I stole this from the acknowledgement. So Stephanie Meyer says that she wishes she could give all of her readers a, quote, Porsche 911 Turbo and a hug. And I think that if all of her readers are going to get that, Bella should get it. It's only fair. Bella wrote the books. I feel like I should get 911 Porsche 911s. Like, after going through this series chapter by chapter, I feel like I need more than one Porsche. What do you think is going to happen in Breaking Dawn? Wedding, then sex, then who cares? Wow. Do you think it's going to end there or do you think there's going to be more? I don't know. Victoria will come back from the dead and they have to fight her again? Yeah, they like forgot her pinky toe somewhere in the woods and she's like re-amalgamated into a vampire who they have to kill. Yeah, like she was the only plot point. So I don't know. Maybe she comes back. Well, this has been Twilight in Quarantine, a matchmaking service from Hot and Bothered. 
This episode is produced by Ariana Nettleman and edited by Malika Gumpangum. This show is conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I record all of my conversations just in case. This isn't a special situation with the podcast. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions, and we are distributed by Acast. Next week, we'll come at you with a single episode about Breaking Dawn. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. dun. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.